It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. Welcome to Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. We are live today at the Midtown store. Almost said Southtown. We have been doing the last couple of these at Southtown, so it is my turn. Roger's been hogging us. <laughs> you know, Rog, it's, it's had enough. I, I need my Austin time. And this is my Mark Miller Subaru. I this think this is, is my the, store. This is the first time we've done the show together in the store. In fact, I've done one other show at this location, and it was with Jeff a few years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. But this is this is where... A little different setup than in the studio. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's prettier. There, it's nicer. There's puppies running around. I know. Why don't we have puppies in the studio? It smells Austin. good. It's clean. Um, it, it's you know we're not being uh, given the third degree by any security guards. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? I'm here every day. I, I should have yeah. given you the pat down when you walked in. <laughs> have you go through the metal detector? Everything. I mean, you are kind of a character. So, so well, that's if, if security has a question about me, I guess it's a me problem, right? <laughs> not there. But yeah, we're live today at the Midtown Store, thirty-five, thirty-five. South State doing some fun things today. We'll tell you why we're out and about, but of course you can come in, grab a jazz item on our giveaway table here. There is a nice little sign that says, please take one. Be considerate of everybody else, and please don't sell it on KSL. We have security manning the table, so we'll be we'll be okay. That Yeah, security in the form Th- of... There's a guard dog, I see it. Yeah, Gracie the <laughs> Fierce... Fierce dog that, that she is. Such a sweetie. Uh, all right, so we'll, we'll get into all that and, and so much more. Today is a very uh, solemn day. Uh, uh, that I, that's the word I have for it, solemn. Yeah. I think that we all have our own way of commemorating and, and remembering the feelings of 20 years ago today. And I, I wanted to make sure we don't dwell on uh, that today, but we I think we owe it to those who fought and sacrificed and uh, who still do so to uh, say thank you and give thanks for this life that we have today in this amazing, albeit flawed country of ours. We're still so far ahead of where a lot of people around the world are. And so 20 years ago today, of course, uh, the terrorist attacks of 9-11 and commemorating that with just a, a nice feeling in my heart. And, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if it's healthy but i think about it every day i really truly do think about it at least once a day do you yep that's yeah i don't mean to it just but it comes up it i mean i was at such a impressionable age when it happened and so i just wanted to say give thanks publicly here on the air today uh and uh just just wanted to do that no thank you for for bringing that up that was a you know absolutely horrible day 20 years ago i still remember it i was in school and you know, the, the world changed for everybody. Um, and, you know, one thing I like to do to kind of commemorate it, um, every year Sandy City puts on uh, their healing field um, by Sandy City Hall. And so they, cool. they put out, uh, you know, a flag for every single person that, that died that day. And they attach a little placard with their story. And it's really um, a, a really powerful uh, feeling when you're walking around and, and kind of reading that. So we spend a, an, about an hour kind of walking through that last night. And there wow. was a lot of people. So I encourage everybody to, you know, if you haven't been out, um, it, it is a, a, a true healing field. So it, it's nice going out there. 
Yeah, I was watching a, a quick little uh, interview with Joseph Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, the the uh, there was a French brother documentary crew that was following firefighters around that morning, and they were the ones that got that first plane above going in. And that fire chief was then the first one on the scene, and he was doing an interview with NBC Nightly News this week, uh, and he made mention of a number I had never heard and he said well we do need to recognize and honor and pay tribute to those lost there were 20,000 plus that were saved yeah that morning uh from those towers a lot of heroes that saved a lot of people that day and that the pentagon and then of course flight 93 in shanksville uh the heroes that took that thing down so just a, a solemn day wanted to make sure we started uh in that appropriate manner and and uh Give thanks for it, uh, for the lives that we have. All right, uh, you can call into the show as always. Eight five five three four zero zone is our phone number. Eight five five three four zero zone. A question, a comment, a story. If you have a complaint for Johnny, let us know. I'll get him on the headset. Uh, if you have a complaint for me, don't call. Eight five five three four. I'm kidding. You can call. Eight five five three four zero zone. Everyone that calls and shares with us today is entered into our end of show drawing for a free oil change from Mark Miller Subaru. And you know what else today is, George Roska? What is that? The best day in sports in our state. Oh, this yes. is this is the Super Bowl for Utah sports. Absolutely. I heard Britton cover Covey earlier this week say it's not the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, no, it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is the Super Bowl. It's the closest we're going to get. Yeah, this is the biggest day in sports until the Jazz are in the playoffs. This is the biggest day. Agreed. In sports, the the BYU Utah or Utah BYU rivalry. Uh, people get upset even at which na- which school you say you first. You say first, there. yep. Uh, the Holy War, if you will, if you want to. But the, the rivalry game tonight, I think it starts at midnight uh, is the kickoff time. <laughs> it's pretty late. It's like 8.30, 8.15, 30, somewhere in there. Uh, but one thing you can call in and, and tell us, who you got and why. We'd love to hear it. Now, there's more you fans I've discovered Oh, yeah, this is, this is you country. <laughs> the, you don't have very many BYU fans here. We've got a gentleman over here in a Utah shirt and hat. Yep. You, I think he's a Utah fan. Couldn't tell you for sure, but I would that would be my educated guess. Uh, there's a lot of red the, in these parts. So if you're, a, if you're a blue guy or gal and you want to represent, call in 855-340-ZONE. Uh, but we'd love to hear some trash talk, some friendly, nice, friendly fire trash talk on the air today. All right, uh, before we get into car news and, and things in the in the auto industry, I want to start with our guest today, Johnny. I want to start with why we're out and about, what we're drawing attention to. Some t- typically, we do this at the bottom of the segment, but I want to start, George, today. Uh, I want to start with our friend Sam from uh, Fit to Recover, which is a really cool partner that I learned about recently last year during the Share the Love event, actually, when I was... Mm-hmm first introduced to fit to recover sam welcome to utah car sense good morning for having me yeah Yeah. uh before we dive into the uh the event that's going on today i want you to just quickly remind our listeners or introduce for those who don't know what is fit to recover so fit to recover is a nonprofit community center and uh we we prioritize fitness nutrition creative arts and service as the four pillars of how we serve our community um our mission is to serve people in substance use recovery, um, and so we we have about a uh, little under 200 members. I think we're at 
170 right now. Wow. And, uh, we're, we're growing. Our, our staff is up to close to 30 people, and um, we're, we're located up on 1300 South, just off the highway. We partner with almost 20 different treatment centers for clients that are in residential treatment or just came out of residential treatment. And, uh, yeah, we're just there to, to be a safe place for people to connect and, and find their community and, and stay safe. You know, yeah. that's that's a, a big part of recovery. So. Uh, I, I have been touched by addiction in my life, uh, both myself personally as well as very close loved ones. I think everybody listening knows an addict or at some point was or will be an addict themselves. It's such a cool uh, way to break down the stigma around that word addict. You hear addict, you go, ooh, there's a little bristle. Shouldn't be. There sh- there, we really need to, as a society, break that stigma and know that we're all normal, addicts or not. And Fit to Recover gives a safe, healthy avenue for people to, as it says, recover. Yeah, I think that the coolest part for me is seeing the way that people transform there. Um, and then myself as someone who uh, came into recovery and found fit to recover as a, a home for me and, and, and a place for me to find my community, thinking back to the transformation I was able to make and continue to make and grow and, and learn. And, and it's a really cool place to watch people do that and come in and, and feel safe for sometimes the first time in their life. It's got to be a rewarding job. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, find out more at fit2recover.org. The number two, by the way, fit2recover.org. Sam, let's talk about what today is. Today is Utah Recovery Day, and you guys have some cool things going on with that. It is. Uh, I had someone point out the interesting juxtaposition of the fact that it's September 11th. And I did a lot of reflection on that, and I, I realized that it's kind of a cool, a cool juxtaposition. It's a cool way to kind of have co-occurring uh, events going on, right? Like we're remembering something that was so impactful and so um, meaningful in, in, in the past. But today is really a celebration for a whole community of people who have been in some pretty terrible spots in their life and have Mm -hmm. gone through some really um, awful things and have really struggled. And, um, you know, today is a time for us to celebrate, a time for us to come together and love one another and see one another and um, not only show in an outward facing sense, but an inward facing sense to the community, the hope and the joy and the celebration that we can have as people in recovery. So what is Fit to Recover Day, or, or Recovery Day? What is the idea here? So uh, Recovery Day is a, I mean, at, at its core is an event held by uh, USARA, which is the, I believe it's the Utah Support and Recovery Awareness. Uh, it's it's a, a nonprofit organization. USARA is good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USARA, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they go with that. Yeah, so, so USARA holds uh, a big event at the Gallivan Center, um, and it's just a place for treatment centers, people in treatment, people in recovery to come together and just kind of celebrate and hang out together. And, and there's live music, and we have, uh, we'll probably have about 1,000 people show up, and, and wow. almost all of them will be in recovery, yeah. So cool. Awesome. Just it's, a day for the community. It says uh, at the Gallivan Center today, starting at 2 o'clock, two going till 8. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's so we, you got a couple. I love that uh, we're talking about it this morning so people can hear it and go, oh, let's plan our day. 
yeah. to make sure we, we take a moment and get up there. And I like that you mentioned the uh, September 11th being today and the tie-in there. I think a lot of people every year on this date look for ways to uh, commemorate and to uh, feel good and do good. This would be an amazing way to mark the mark this uh, this day today. And you talked about how it's a day to commemorate, but it's a day to celebrate life and to be grateful for lives. And um, one thing we say in the recovery community is we we survived so that we could live, right? Wow. We, we survived so that we could live. And so it's it really is a celebration of, of how we're living today and really, really able to have meaningful, fulfilling lives. George, uh, Fit to Recover has been a partner with Mark Miller Subaru now going on two years. Yeah, this is our second year partnering with Fit to Recover, and you guys have been an amazing partner throughout all this. Likewise. And, um, we we love that um, you guys are so involved with everybody in the community and that you're putting on these great events. It really speaks to what the love promise is with Subaru and how we can kind of leave our mark on the community. We're proud. We're really proud to, to be part of the love promise family, and um, we've had a lot of fun. I just came on uh, – Three, a little over three months ago, and we've had a few uh, big events with Mark Miller, and it's such an amazing partner, and, and people are, are so um, so happy to see that an organization like Fit to Recover is partnering with someone like Mark Miller, a staple in the community, um, to, to get out there and, and spread the message and kind of in a collaborative way be part of the, the Love Promise family. So today is Utah Recovery Day. You can help celebrate uh, that with Fit to Recover at the Galvin Center downtown, 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. You mentioned there will be uh, live music, just a big party. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm assuming food and, and all kinds of activities for kids of all ages. Yep. It'll 1 be to 92. Yeah. <laughs> Get on down there and, and uh, enjoy a day with Fit to Recover. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. We'll check Thanks back in with me. you. All right. Recovery Day again, Galvin Center today, 2 o'clock. Until 8 o'clock, uh, right there uh, downtown. 855-340-ZONE, if you'd like to be part of the show, 855-340-ZONE. Uh, George, let's dive into some car news. What's the latest in the world of Subaru? I know I was seeing the WRX is getting a lot of uh, pub yes. these days. Yeah, Tell just, me about the new WRX. Just a couple days ago, we, we unveiled the new 2022 WRX, and... Um, it was supposed to be at an auto show, but that unfortunately got canceled due to COVID concerns. Um, so they did a, a, an online reveal, and it looks awesome. There's a really cool video about kind of the history of the WRX that Subaru's put out, all their rally team involvement, and I'm really excited for this new car to hit the showroom. It's, it's the most powerful WRX we've ever had. I'm sure it's going to be the most fun to drive. Uh, this it's It's reworked. It, but it's, it's, it's still, all new. It's still, it's true to the WRX uh, idea, right? It's This is a rally car. Oh, yeah. You're not going to confuse it for anything else. Okay. This is a WRX, purebred. It's a rally machine. It's not your commuter WRX. <laughs> yeah. it, no, it's not It's not going to be the the freeway um, uh, rally racer. It's going gonna, it's gonna to belong <laughs> on the track. I <laughs> love it. Uh, and I assume... That, uh, do, do we have a date as to when they'll be hitting the ground? We don't have an exact date. We're, we're hoping to see orders open up here in the next few weeks. Okay. Um, but as with anything these days, um, stay tuned for more <laughs> information right. on, on when we'll actually see it. Um, it it's going to come by the end of the year for sure, um, but it, it might be there towards the end. Okay, so there's some WRX news out there. And you know what? That was 
when I was growing up, that's what I thought of when I thought of Subaru. I thought of rally cars. I thought of the WRX. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I didn't think of families and dogs and, and the, the love promise I did. That That's come later as I've gotten older. Well, the kids grew up, you know. Exactly. We, I we started up. them young. We got them right in the in the rally days, and then they grew the up, loud. had kids, and yeah. now they're all buying a sense and, and Outbacks. <laughs> Legacies, and yeah, exactly, the cross tracks, yeah. So, uh, but there's still a WRX kid inside me. Always will yeah, be. Yeah, I want, I want to hear that roar, so. All right, 855-340-ZONE. I understand we have a caller, but I missed the name. Who's our caller? Ben is our first caller today on Utah Car Sense. Ben, good morning. What's up, Ben? Hello, long-time listener, and I've uh, called a few times, too. Thank you. Um, so I, I was listening to your show the other day, the other month, and heard talk about the uh, the CVT transmission in the Mitsubishi Mirage, and I decided, what the heck, let's go get one. Um, oh, cool. And what do, you think, what do you think of it? It's weird and strange. I remember, I've heard some people... <laughs> talk about how it's a little bit unnerving to not have it shift and so sometimes actually i don't know if it's in my car but there's a few different versions but uh, they they, imp, they implant like sound of shifting into the car so it sounds like a yeah. shift yeah but uh, yeah it's really weird because you push the gas and your engine wraps up to about thirty-five thousand rpm and then just kind of stays there and you think to yourself oh no what's happening to my car it's not going any <laughs> faster but you look down at your speedometer and your speedometer slowly crawls up even though your yeah. engine is maintaining the same, because it, the uh, the speed control is maintained on the transmission end, not the, not the engine RPM end. Yeah, it's wild. I, I remember the first time experiencing that when we were test driving our Crosstrek that we first leased with Mark Miller Subaru. It was weird because it, it does it's a different feel. You, you don't ex- feel the jolt no. that you usually do. You expect it, but yeah. it's not there. It, and then, of course, Ben, you mentioned that artificial sound that Subaru eventually had to engineer into the the CVT because people were bringing their cars in going, my my <laughs> transmission's going out. And they're like, no, it's so they made that sound artificial, right, George? Yeah, they they put in software that kind of gave it, I don't know if it's sound, but I think it's more artificial shift points gotcha. where it gives you yeah. that feeling a little bit, kind of that kickback. But yeah, when, when CVTs first came out, I remember so many people coming in, there's something wrong with my car, it's broken. It, no, 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 it's actually, it's working the way it's designed yeah. it's just yeah it just and takes it's, it's, some getting used to it's also weird because um so i push on the gas and it almost feels like my clutch is slipping and that's because the belt itself that's the way that it works is by adjusting its uh slipping point it um it uh, it changes the gear ratio um it does it does have different shift points so there's two modes on the drive there's the normal drive mode which actually kind of sort of maybe feels like a normal car but like you say you get up to a certain speed, then you let off the gas, and it'll suddenly change the, the grip so that the engine RPM goes way down. And so it feels like it's kind of shifting, but it's, uh, your main acceleration is definitely different. Um, I have a few questions on it. Uh, like, what is the functional difference? And there might not be any. The functional difference between, the, uh, for example, a Mitsubishi Mirage CVT transmission and a snowmobile's belt drive. A snowmobile's belt drive? I don't, I don't yeah. know much about snowmobile's belt drive. I mean, I, I'm not a mechanic, but I, from what I understand, a, a snowmobile's belt drive is a very rudimentary CVT, basically. Um, okay, now, that's kind of what I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that the CVT is a belt drive. It, it's it's been upgraded quite a bit, and, and it's quite more sophisticated naturally. than that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a you know basic comparison. Okay. 
uh, whenever I describe my kids to my kids how it works, I tell them we've got to go home, we've got to open up the snowmobile, and I've got to show you the belt in the snowmobile that has the two different pulleys and the clutches and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have a completely different question real quick. Um, have you guys ever heard of the liquid piston um, rotary engine that I've been seeing on Facebook every, every other day for the last three months? <laughs> right. I, the, the, you mentioned fa- that's the only place I've learned or seen of or heard about it is that Facebook. Tell uh, tell us and our it listeners, looks cool. Ben. Yeah, tell us What's what that? you what you've what tell us what you think of it. What it's about. Um, I've always so I've always been a fan of the uh, rotary engines, the concept because they're supposedly way more efficient, and they've got a pretty good marketing thing going here to where I might actually think about investing in them. But um, they they've by by completely flop flipping. So the original versions um, had a lot of leak issues with the oil because there were just too many moving parts inside for what it was doing, and they they've they've it's, I don't want to describe the whole thing, but they've they've basically reverse engineered it completely backwards to what it was before, and it's re- greatly reduced the amount of moving moving um, seals inside the engine, so there's a lot less oil leakage, and supposedly they're way way more powerful and quite a bit lighter too. The concerns I've heard about them is they might not have very much torque at all. But beyond gotcha. that, I don't know. I mean, it's a really really good engine. I have to assume that it's going to eventually, you know get into some vehicles at some point but uh, um, if, it, if they're just overstating what they're doing then who knows well ben thanks for listening thanks for calling in you, you we ought to have you fill in as a guest host at some point it sounds like you're very knowledgeable <laughs> yeah. and very no, I, passionate i learned about something it. new i hadn't heard of the the liquid piston before but it does appear to be an, an interesting design Liquid piston yeah. sounds like something from a, a futuristic movie but <laughs> it's here it it's happening futuristic. it really does yeah. Hey, Ben, have a good day, buddy. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for listening sure, yeah. calling. 855-340-ZONE. That's how it's done. Literally anything you want to talk about, if you want, yeah, to, and, and, and if you want right. to educate us, we're here. Yeah, those, those first rotary engines, man, they leaked like a sieve. It was bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. So I like cars. I, I follow cars. I think cars are cool. I am not a car mechanic. You mentioned you're not a car mechanic. So when we start getting into I know nuts just and bolts enough and, to be yeah. dangerous. Yeah, okay, all right. You know? yeah. Like I'll go in there, I'll be like, yeah, you move this here, plug that in, and then boom, the car blows up. So that's <laughs> <laughs> a DIY mechanic uh-huh. is a very dangerous mechanic. Very, especially these days. How much technology goes into cars and sensors and, and, and computers yeah. that I just, I'm like, we call them technicians for a reason. They, <laughs> they go in and diagnose and just, they're, they're they're the magicians that that kind of keep everything running but i do wonder kind of how much um new like improvement we're going to see in like traditional engines like you know oil and, and gas engines with everything kind of being pushed towards electric how much r&d companies automotive companies are going to spend going forward on their internal combustion engines but that this might be something that you do see some use cases, maybe not in automotive, but yeah. in some other things that, that do still require some light and, and efficient engines. Yeah, you, you mentioned the technology in cars. Our microwave just went out at our home, our microwave. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been, it's almost two years old, and the microwave just... How much are you using that thing? Not often. <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing. We're, we're, we're making meth in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it did go out. It went out, and uh, the magnetron in it and the diode, they mm. both have to be replaced at the same time. Mm. And that's what makes it heat up. And, but it's so 
It's like the Hurt Locker in there, man. I'm watching a YouTube thing. Oh, I can fix a microwave. I'll get a yeah. part from some scrap heap somewhere and, yeah. and fix this thing. No, the guy's like welding and, 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 and using a, a wet saw. Are you I'm, sure you should be playing with microwaves? And so I learned I'm not supposed to be doing this. And I thought, I thought you know, it's, it's like that. It's, as we were talking about DIY mechanic, I'm like, I can fix my microwave. And I, the other day I was like, my car, I needed a new battery. In my in my car, mm-hmm. I was like, I can do that battery. I'll get this done in ten minutes and be back on the road and get to work. Four and a half hours and two trips to the auto store later, and I'm finally done. Let me guess, you couldn't get the bracket off. Uh, what's a, the bracket? That's no, I, holding that, the battery in place. You know, <laughs> oh, that's the, where I oh, always the, get the hook doohickey. <laughs> the yeah. hook doohickey. Yeah, yeah that uh, one. The hook doohickey was not the problem. It was it was that uh, my. Posts and terminals were so corroded mm. that I needed to replace those. And your cables. Probably. I was like, oh, a couple turns with a socket, yeah. uh, a, a, a ratchet, and I'll be done. Well, it turns out my this was my Honda. And that year they made these really complicated uh, cables and covers for the terminals and posts uh, that I then finally just literally just broke them. I was like, forget it. Just pour, just pour some Diet Coke on it. That stuff will lead through anything. <laughs> will it really? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Do not pour Diet Coke over your battery. Uh, yeah, that's why we run the disclaimer at the yeah. start of the show. Uh, but anyway, DIY mechanic, you want to make sure when it comes to cars and microwaves, get a professional. There you go. To get these things done. We have a lot of news to talk about. Uh, I want to make, make note of something really cool that Target has done for years. They took a step back from it last year uh, when COVID was newer, and they're bringing it back, and I think parents everywhere need to know about this really cool program they're running. I want to talk about prices of things, be it in the car world and the gas world. Get George's thoughts on that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's there's nothing really that's affordable right now, uh, at least from what we know to be uh, relative affordable. Like my house – uh, my grandpa called me yesterday and said, hey, I've got someone looking for a house in your area. What's the average price in your area? And I told him, and he's like, for your house? <laughs> yeah, that's, I've been that's to your I'm house. Like. It's not that nice. <laughs> that's kind of what his reaction was. So we'll get into that and more. Your phone calls eight five five three four zero 340 zone We'll also circle back to Recovery Day up at the Galvin Center. And uh, we'll get to more on that on the other side here on Utah Car Sense. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense. I am Austin Horton. Jeff Miller, not here, because George Roska is. In the house. General sales manager at the Midtown location, 3535 South State here in uh, in Salt Lake City. You've also got the Southtown location, 10920 in the Automall, 10920 South State in the Automall Drive. It's crazy that you're both on State Street. Yeah. Like you could go out and put your hand on State Street and really concentrate and feel the vibrations from the Southtown give, location. Give a shout out to Roger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just right. through the asphalt <laughs> all the way down State Street. We, when we uh, uh, want to trade a car, we just get a big slingshot and just kind of pull it back and then just <laughs> roll it up State Street until it hits South Town. Saves on gas, yeah. man. Yeah. That's, that's how, is it downhill to say to I him think it's or? uphill. Is to, it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably goes down that up. But. Hey, uh, welcome back. We're excited to be here alive. Alive. Yeah, we're excited to be alive, but also live 
at the Midtown store. Come on in, grab some jazz gear, say hello, see what they've got going on at the store. And also we're talking about recovery day. We'll get with Sam here in a moment. But something else that's just around the corner, George, uh, we did the f- Do Good, Feel Good event already this year. I know. But I can't na- believe it's coming up to be that time again. But now we're looking, staring down the uh, the pike at the Share the Love program. Or, excuse me, the Love. Share the Love. Yeah, yeah. I get that. They're There's both a lot so of love great. in yeah. the air, you know. If we, it's good and it's lovely of, and of good report and praiseworthy, Mark Miller Super is doing it. Yeah. So tell us about the Share the Love program coming up here. We've been doing this over the past 10 years. Mark Miller Subaru overall has donated over $2.8 million to charity through our Love Promise program. So that includes our Do Good Feel Good event that you were talking about that we put on through the spring, our yearly events like the ones we're doing with Fit to Recover, as well as our Share the Love, our our kind of big end of the year kind of kickoff there with Subaru where, where we have our big charity partners come in. But right now what we're doing is we're actually accepting applications for nonprofits to apply to become our Love Promise Partners for 2022. Um, And so you can get details at markmillersubaru.com, but basically the Love Promise program has seven pillars, and applying nonprofits must apply for one of the following pillars. Um, Subaru loves pets, Subaru loves the earth, Subaru loves to help, Subaru loves learning, Subaru loves to care, and Mark Miller Subaru loves veterans, and Mark Miller Subaru loves diversity. So if you're a nonprofit, if you feel like you fit into one of those seven pillars, please come to markmillersubaru.com. We'd love for you to come apply and be part of this program um, if you want to be part of our community as well. I'd love to hear from a nonprofit that doesn't fit into one of those. I, that covers everything. I think we did a pretty good yeah, job of I, broadening it, you know, over <laughs> the years, so. over the 10 years that we've been doing this. You know, yeah. we, we got pretty good at it. If you, unless you're like a, a nonprofit for stamp collecting <laughs> for personal reasons. I don't know. But I think if you have a, a charity, a nonprofit out there, you probably can apply and, and qualify uh, there on the, uh, the Love Promise program. So the thing that happens every year is during that event – a portion of each cell of a, of a, of a car sold mm-hmm. goes to one of these charities, and the person buying the car gets to choose which charity for it to go to. Yeah, yeah, we make it really fun and interactive, and really, we really want to get customers involved, not just in purchasing cars from us, but also learning more about the organizations that serve our community, getting involved, becoming a member, going out to these events. That's really what we're after is bringing people together, not, not just selling cars. Yep, for sure. So get your applications in. Uh, you, you're set for this year, but this is for 2022. This is for 2022, yep. Uh, and uh, you can find more info at Mark Miller. MarkMillerSubaru.com. MarkMillerSubaru.com. I don't know why I just forgot that. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a hard website. What's, what yeah. cars do you sell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mark Miller, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Pintos? I don't know. MarkMillerSubaru.com. I'm sure you've had a Pinto. I haven't. No, no Pinto. Never for had me. a Pinto. I, no. I've been a Subaru guy most of my life. No, I meant that coming on trade. Or, oh, or, or I wish. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. No one has those anymore. All right, uh, let's talk a little about uh, what Target is bringing back. I have kids. Well, I have a kid and one on the way. And I just recently learned the car seats expire. 
they expire. I didn't know that. I didn't need. I don't they, have kids. But they I, have I an no expiration idea. date on them. Well, what are they like, made of? Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's. I think it's like the the foam and fibers inside start uh, to. Oh, it's get like a bike soft. helmet. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Uh, in fact, a lot of materials are very similar between helmets and, and car seats, uh, and I think it's like five years on average how long they last. Well, how long are you going to keep your kid in a car seat? The same car seat. Don't they grow? They do. Okay. Uh, the, the it's uh, in fact a little too fast for my liking <laughs> because we we bought our kid a whole bunch of size seven shoes and a month one month later yeah did I, not fit. Her. I was that kid. Were you? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But your car seat does expire, and a lot of car seats just get thrown into the landfill, mm. and then and you go and buy a new one, and that's that's like twenty two. Point two million pounds of waste that just goes into the landfill every year. Wow, that's from a lot. car seats. From car seats, that's ridiculous. So Target, uh, in the past, has run this trade-in program. Uh, now, last year they didn't because of COVID being newer and, and and all that. So they're bringing it back. And what happens is, from September twelfth through the twenty-fifth, so starting tomorrow, you bring your old car seat into Target. And they give you 20% off a new car seat from Target. Oh, that's cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's a big deal. And do they recycle the old one? And then they recycle the well, old that's one. That's even better. Yeah, exactly. You're getting paid to recycle. And uh, that 22.2 that million pounds I came up with, uh, actually, I, I may have misled you. That's not yearly put into the landfill. That's how many pounds Target has saved from the landfill through mm. this car seat trade-in gotcha. program. So... Take your car seat into Target tomorrow through the 25th, uh, and they'll give you 20% off a coupon for 20% off towards a new car seat. Or they even expanded it to strollers or other select baby gear. So let me, so let me ask seat. you this, since you're the car seat expert. Oh, yeah, totally. Is, is there a way, do they, like, print the expiration date on the car seat for people to know? Yeah, it's like a can of beans. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's on the car seat someplace. Someplace, there's but not, a, like... There's a big old tag... That, okay. that says, you know, don't use this on t on the roof of the car. You know, <laughs> this can't be substituted as a flotation You don't device. put it on the trailer hitch either? No, right. No? Okay. And, okay. you know, the things you ignore as a parent. <laughs> and in there, on there, it says this car seat expires and it has a printed date on there. No, so. this is good. This is our PSA for the day. Um, go check your expiration date on your car seats. And if, especially if you're, because I see a lot of people like buying car seats on KSL or like selling used, used, yeah. used car seats. So that is, you know, something to check when, when you're out there. And if not, go to Target and get your 20% off. You just gave me a great idea for a, a gift for somebody. Oh, there go, you go. buy buy a used uh, car seat online, trade it in, trade Target, it in and get them and get the 20% yeah, coupon for somebody. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting you go. creative. All right, 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. We need to hear from your our Utah and BYU fans today. 855-340-ZONE, that rivalry showdown coming your way. Uh, George, you're, you're a Ute guy. Yep. You like the Utes. I assume you think 10 is coming tonight, number oh, yeah. 10 in a row. Yep. It's never happened before in this rivalry. We're going to do it. it. There's been three separate nine-game winning streaks, I think. Yeah. Uh, I believe BYU has two of them. Of course, Utah with the current one. Ten is coming, says George. What say you, BYU fan? 855-340-ZONE. We'd love to hear from you. Did you see what happened in California with the uh, Corvette? No. Uh, so uh, this dealership, this dealership 
sold a Corvette to somebody, uh, and they brought it back in to be tuned up to, to get their check done. Well, their technician took it out for a spin. Mm. And he, this little Ferris Bueller style? Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. This customer uh, had all kinds of trackers that came with the car, but also aftermarket. And he had his insurance, like the progressive insurance oh, little yeah, yeah. plug-in. And he saw, he was at work and saw all these alerts coming across his phone that his car was going 140, 160 miles an hour. And he's like, what or what? What is going on there? Was able to then go in and prove it to the, and the dealer. Guess what they did? Hmm. Gave him a new C8. Good for them. Gave him a brand new Corvette. That's that's the way to do it right Turned there. it around. And, fl- and you know what? That major expense for that dealership that day has gone so far for them in advertising and publicity. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. At first, I was like, "That's crazy. Why would you? Why would you ever do that?" But man, that's it's been a good move. That dealer was recently quoted on. It's in California, quoted on the news as saying, "I should do this every year." <laughs> <laughs> it was a ploy. <laughs> it was. A, it, you don't trust anything anymore. There's never no 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 such thing as altruism. All I know is I wouldn't want to be that technician sitting in that GM's office after he gets that phone call. Someone had to now be fired, tell right? me what you did and how fast you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, you don't have to tell me. Well, I, ha- it right I had here. to test, boss. I had to test the uh, supercharger <laughs> on you know make sure that it was up to spec and <laughs> the flux yeah. capacitor. Get out. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy Burger King. Uh, all right. Car prices are high. Gas prices are high. Are we expecting either to come down anytime soon, George? Uh, if I had a crystal ball, I would say no. Mm-hmm. Not anytime soon. Not gas. Not car prices. Probably not any prices in general. Um, just, you know, in one of those uh, inflationary uh, environments that we're in right now due to many factors, um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it kind of slowing down or stopping anytime soon. Uh, this from uh, what channel is this? News Eight. I don't in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, I give credit to them for this report. They say that the average new car price right now is forty-one. Excuse me, forty-one thousand. Uh, and if you are hoping to get incentives to buy one, dealers are also cutting back on incentives, which George and I. I've always told you incentives are just a way to devalue your car right off the lot. But yep. uh, it, people are cutting back on that due to low inventory. Let's discuss inventory for a moment, George. When I pulled in the, the parking lot today, I was shocked at how uh, you, you've got cars parking sideways across the, the parking spots out there. We're, we're trying to fill some spots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Make it look uh, usable, uh, more filled. But it's, a, it's, a, it's not like anyone's doing anything wrong. This is a direct product of the pandemic. Definitely. So let's talk about what kind of led to all this, right? Um, the, the initial shutdowns last year during COVID um, started, kind of kick-started the whole, um, the whole shortage on everything. But the world really ran out of everything because of the way that the world does their manufacturing. Um, what's called just-in-time manufacturing, where parts are delivered to the factory right as they're needed. You don't stockpile a whole warehouse full of parts. Yeah. Everything comes in within five to ten minutes. You know, there's not a lot of leeway there. And so what happened when COVID shut down, well, things didn't get built. You know, the, the raw materials didn't get produced. There's all sorts of um, production lines that, that shut down, and now we're kind of dealing with the repercussions of that. And the big driver of it that we've been talking about 
I want to say since January is just this chip shortage that's led, you know, throughout the whole industry, not just automotive, but, you know, try buying a refrigerator or try buying a furnace or anything that, that runs on microchips these days. And you're going to be told that, hey, supplies down, our inventory's down, demand's up. And so it's leading to increases in price. And um, I think we're just kind of seeing the tail end of that now. Yeah. The funny thing about the chip shortage is actually that uh, cell phones, cell phone companies, aren't having this problem because they have their own storage and, and own they well, they have they had purchased their chips for generations down the line yeah this is stuff that you put these orders in years ahead of time it's not like you know subaru ceo calls up tsmc and goes yeah i'd like an order of a million chips please you know it's just right yeah. I, I need them delivered tomorrow the dirty little secret about cell phones is not a lot changes in the next generation of the phone right they get a little bit faster they improve a little bit but you know apple's got their chip designs built two three years ahead of time yeah and they've got their orders but even Apple, I'm hearing, is going to be running into iPhone shortages. Are they? So oh, wow. you may not be able to walk into your Apple store come Christmas time and walk out with an iPhone. That's a shame for anyone that belongs to that cult. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Johnny looks at me with two Macs. It's the iCult, please. <laughs> oh, do you? Are you a member? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's that Apple tattoo. Oh, they have an Apple Watch. Yeah. And, Surrounded you're surrounded. You're surrounded. You're in enemy the, territory I'm, here. I'm here talking to the children of the corn about this, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just half kidding. But uh, the, the chip shortage is going to continue for some time, which means supply of almost everything these days, as you mentioned, uh, is going to be hard to get to. Your best advice for someone out there who desperately, desperately needs that new car, what's your best advice? I mean, you, you can still find cars. Um, it, you just have to watch what you're paying for them. If you have the luxury of time, definitely go out and order one. You get to build it exactly the way you want. You pick your color. You pick your options. If you have two to three months currently right now is, is the wait time for, for orders, that is absolutely the best way to go. So we encourage people who have leases coming up in the next three to six months, start looking now. You know, you, right. you may not think about it in the past. You, you've just brought in your lease the day it was due. You've walked out with a new car. There's been 100 cars on the lot to pick from. It's just not the reality these not days. Not to mention now the equity you probably have in that lease now, yeah, today. We, we're seeing a lot of equity come in leases. So um, order a car if your car comes in a little bit early before your lease is due. It's not the end of the world. Uh, well, it's all that's not all great news, but it's better news than what is happening in Bridgeport, Pennsylvania, George Roska. Mm, what's that? Car owners in hard-hit Bridgeport after the latest hurricanes are furious after dozens of vehicles were towed away without notice. Now they're told to pay up to get them back. Neighbors with flooded homes say getting back their cars has become a major headache after their lives were turned upside down last week. On top of having to replace walls, carpets, and more inside her Bridgeport house, Manelba Negron also now has to worry about coming up with almost $150 to get her car that was towed away after last week's storm. Wait, they towed her car after the storm? She said, our homes are gone. We have nothing. We're being charged fees out the woohoo to get our property back that should have never been removed in the first place. A worker from Jameson's Towing in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, tells the news it removed more than 70 vehicles from Bridgeport after the flood. They had no permission from any of the people who own the vehicles to remove them, says Negron. I asked and directed that 73 cars be towed and removed from the streets 
says Bridgeport Police Chief Todd Bereda. So the Bridgeport Police, after this flood, after this storm, went to this King of Prussia towing company and ordered 73 cars be taken off the streets. Why? He says he did it to speed up cleanup after the storm, and an emergency declaration was signed that allows those cars to be towed without notice to the owners. Wow. I have no words. I mean, I have some words, but they can't be said on the radio. Yeah, right. It's a woohoo word, yeah. Uh, it's, and then he goes on to say, oh, my heart goes out to him. Everyone here is a family member in Bridgeport. They're my neighbors. They're not unknown to us. It's good to be, uh, and the difficult thing when, when we're trying to make a decision is it's got to be good for everybody, says the police chief. Baloney. You didn't okay, do the right so, thing here. So they want to they wanna say they did the right thing because they wanted to help clean up efforts, right? Great. Then Good why idea. isn't the city taking care of the tow bill? And that's what uh, this, this lady then is, is quoted as. Is she's saying that the city of Bridgeport should be on the hook for this $150 yeah. per person. Yeah. Or more. Or more after you get all storage the storage fees. fees. Yeah. yeah. If, anyone's, if anyone's experienced having their, tow, their car towed before, it's not just the fee of the tow. It's more or less the storage fees that kill you. Yeah. Uh, and the city of Bridgeport is not commenting on that if they won't cover it and it's tough to pay people are encouraged to see if jameson towing will work with them it it's the city they ordered it they are the ones that should be on the hook for literally passing the buck here is what they're doing yeah i can't wait until the next election over there yeah <laughs> goodbye police good luck uh and, and the sheriff will be out and the the mayor and everyone they're gonna be gone so it's bad news that we can't get cars but at least it's not as bad as Bridgeport, Pennsylvania. At least you're not getting your car towed in the middle of a flood. Now, let's talk, uh, before we get Sam back on here for a moment, George, let's talk, since we touched on hurricanes and floods, let's talk about this happens every year during hurricane season. We have to remind people of the warning signs mm-hmm. of flooded vehicles and salvaged titles. Yeah. Because it happens uh, every right year. here in Utah. Every year you We get. don't have hurricane floods here, but we still get the cars here. Well, and I worry that this year is going to be even worse because of the way the inventory is and how desperate some of these uh, retailers are for cars. Um, you know, we, we've been lucky with Subaru. Subaru's maintained a good production level. We're, we're getting good trade-ins. We, we've had inventory. But some of these small independent stores that don't have new cars, I mean, they're going to be going out to these online auctions, not inspecting these cars in person, going off of kind of what they're seeing on the screen, on the software, which Carfax history reports may not catch up yet. There's a lot of kind of backlog and paperwork where you may think a car is clean. It, it came, you know, they, they dry it out, they vacuum it out pretty good. But you really should be, you know, getting these cars inspected, kind of peel back a little bit the carpet, look at, you know, if there's any rust on the on the floorboards, look underneath, see if there's any rust on the subframe, and um, just be careful out there because, yeah, there's going to be a lot of these cars flooding dealer lots. Uh, I've I've heard it's a good idea. No to pun re- intended. To, yeah, to you you mentioned remove the floor mats, check it, check mm-hmm. any metal inside the cabin. Yeah, of the vehicle. The, the trunk is a good area to to look and put, peel back kind of all the layers you can. You'll see some of the metal if there's been water sitting, like in the spare tire, where the spare tire you know can pull that up well, right there, yeah. that well right there. Look there for rust. That's a good indication the car's been submerged. And and unfortunately, not everybody's very straightforward, and a lot of people will. Um, 
not necessarily lie, but just admit facts and and just say that you know, oh yeah, this car was only you know up to the wheels or something in in, in water when in fact it could have been submerged completely. So be careful, be wary. Uh, you know, I, I was told this week by a coworker whose name rhymes with Word and Ronson that I'm too cynical and I'm I don't believe people enough. And it, the discussion was if someone tells me they've hit a, a hole in one. I automatically don't believe them. No, I'm the same way. Right. Yeah. And they're like, well, I had Bill that witnessed it. He'll tell you I don't believe Bill. (laughs) You know, this is just – and he told me I need to believe people more. Mm. This is a good area to not just automatically believe people. Don't just auto do your homework. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and if you if you're looking into buying a car, drive drive it over to an independent person. Bring it to a mechanic. Uh, bring it bring it to Mark Miller Subaru. See if you guys can take a look at it. We unfortunately don't uh, do oh, you these don't car do inspections just because our shop is so busy these days with taking care of big jobs that um, there's there's a lot of companies that specialize in this kind of stuff. So we refer people to like Blue Star or other independent mechanics that um, they, they just have a bit more time than, okay. than we do. So uh, Blue Star is a good one. You can also find one anywhere yep. near you. I'm yeah. sure there's a mom and pa. Take it, uh, take it to somebody who doesn't have a financial interest in telling you um, lies about it. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. All right, let's bring our friend Sam on uh, from Fit to Recover. Over the past 10 years during the Love Promise program, Mark Miller Subaru has donated over $2.8 million. And the Love Promise is simply that. It is a promise. One of their one of our uh, great uh, sponsors and partners in the Love Promise program is Fit to Recover, and Sam Wellman, the communications director for Fit to Recover, joins us once again. Sam, welcome back. Thanks for sitting here and listening to us jabber. Thanks for having me. Uh, we are excited to have you as part of Fit to Recover. We mentioned in our first break what Fit to Recover's mission is, and it's simply that it's a place for people to to recover from addiction. Uh, in a healthy, fit way. Mm-hmm. But that word fit sometimes might indicate, oh, well, I, I have to be uh, uh, into fitness. I have to be into exercise. It's not just that that you guys work with at Fit to Recover. No, and we, we really try to emphasize the the principles of, of safety and connection first. So even in our fitness program, um, we're not doing anything – crazy or dynamic or competition-based. We're, we're really just there to work together promoting uh, holistic wellness. So, um, you know, you connect with people, you work with a partner, you, you know people's names, you're just there to be part of something, right? And that, that transcends the fitness pillar. So if you go to a cooking class uh, or you go to a nutrition education class or you go to a hip-hop dance class, you're not there to be the best dancer in the room and you're not there to, you know, be a master chef. You're there to connect. Right. And it's the same with fitness because there's so many, there's so many unhealthy ideas out there around fitness and and nutrition. And we really try to avoid any of the extremes um, because we've had enough of that in our lives as, as recovering addicts. And so we, we try to just strike a balance how can we do this in a healthy way that, that promotes healthy ideas and just helps us connect and grow? And addiction is such a a lonely, dark place. You feel alone all the time, and uh, you, you don't want people to know. You, you don't want to tell people. And so to have a place where you can go where everyone around you knows what you're going through because they're going through it too, that's a healthy place to be. 
to yeah. admit to each other, hey, we're addicts and we're recovering. Yeah, and y- when you walk in, you feel like you're at home. Yeah. And that's really special for someone who's isolated, like you said. Uh, and today is Utah Recovery Day. Yes, it's happening on September 11th, which, which is special. And there's a big bash going on at the Galvin Center. Tell us about that. Yeah, so starting at 2 o'clock today, uh, rain or shine, we're going to be uh, out there with a, a booth. Um, Mark Miller is actually helping us to provide the art car, which is a super yeah, fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, super What's fun. an art car? Do you want to go ahead? Oh, it's a specially wrapped Subaru that uh, people can come over and basically draw and express their, uh, you know, feelings towards the community. It's it's a really cool project that wow. Mike and these guys put together. You draw on the car? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were at the... Uh, My three-year-old's interested. <laughs> Bring him down. <laughs> we were at the Craft Lake City uh, DIY Festival um, several weeks ago, and I can't tell you how many kids came through all of the Love Promise uh uh, tents and did all of, all of the activities that we were there providing and then the most excited look on their face when here's you know whoever it is from mark miller here's an expo marker like go draw and it's the <laughs> simplest thing and it's like it's like you know you tell your kid don't draw on the walls don't draw on the cars don't draw on the and it's like now it's like go draw on a car <laughs> and just the look in their eyes so oh, i'm excited so cool. to bring that out today it's it's uh, a, a fun part of how we can get out there and, and engage with families and 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 kids and um yeah it's going to be an exciting event we're going to have uh probably close to a, a thousand people there and um you know even if you're not in recovery you can come out and and kind of break that that stigma and connect with that community and and see that um we're all more similar than we are different yeah fill fill this day it's you know the 20 year commem- commemoration today fill it with some kind of kind of service or heart uh, heart healing activity and going out to the the recovery day activity at the galvin center i think that would be a great way to do it yeah two o'clock till eight o'clock at the galvin center gather visit celebrate eat dance have a good time uh and uh, help help each other through what might be a a dark period in life but also just to celebrate life today two o'clock to eight o'clock at the galvin center also uh sam uh if people are interested it for themselves or a loved one in the Fit to Recover programs, where can they find more info? So you can go to fit2recover.org. It's the number two, fit2recover.org. Um, but what we tell people is uh, we're located at 789 West, 1390 South, up in, in Salt Lake City. We're just off the highway. The best way to come and figure out what we're all about is just to walk in. Um, you can walk in pretty much any time. Uh, we're, we're open seven days a week, whether we're holding a class for a treatment center or for the community. And there's always going to be someone there to say hello and ask you what your name is and help welcome you in. And so, um, is that over there behind Habitat for Humanity, uh, close to that? It's right next to the Sorensen, the multicultural gotcha. center yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's 1390 West. Okay. Uh, seven, eight, South. seven, eight, nine West, 1390 South. Seven, yeah, eight, so, nine West, 1390 South. Yeah, check us out on the website. We have a, a Facebook page as well, uh, fit to recover, but the best way to really experience it is just to walk in. Awesome. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll check in again. Thanks. He's Sam Wellman of fit to recover, fit to recover.org two o'clock till eight o'clock today at the Galvin center for Utah recovery day.
George, we'll come back on the other side. We'll get back into cars. We need uh, your Utah and BYU trash talk to still happen, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. Everyone that calls in and shares a question, a comment, a story with us today has entered into our drawing for a free oil change, uh, and Ben right now is the winner. So if you call in, it's you and Ben. So you've got a good shot at good this shot. oil change. 855-340-ZONE. More next on Utah Car Sense.